Welcome back to the break room, everybody. It's our daily nerdy news show that talks about everything you need to know. Live from New Rockstar's actual break room here, maybe in Los Angeles. Um, uh, today, we are just talking about phase five, okay? Phase four, wrapped. We even got the epilogue for phase four with the Guardians of the Galaxy okay. holiday special wrapped. Yep, yep, yep. So we're looking forward specifically to the next 18 months, phase five for the MCU. With me to do that today, an esteemed panel, we've got Koi. Uh, I'm here with one of my favorite people to do panels with for the first time in years. Boop, boop. Years. <laughs> yes, welcome back. <laughs> Two days in a row. We're making a habit out of it. Welcome, Hector. And of course, Jessica. Yeah, with my best friend. <laughs> boop. No, no, we're <laughs> We can't even get this correct. Yeah, okay, yeah. Better. Our, better. yeah, there's more intimacy there. Our chemistry is palpable. Um, <laughs> and, and speaking of that chemistry, if you want to witness that in person, oh, yeah. and you're going to be in the Los Angeles area this weekend, we're going to be doing the break room live at LA Comic Con in downtown Los Angeles, um, Sunday morning, 10.30 a.m. If you're around, come see us. Jessica and myself will be there. Tommy Bechtel, Brandon Barrick, Eric Voss is gonna be in town uh, doing it. Um, the Voss master himself. Um, maybe some other familiar faces. Come by and say, hey, we'd love to see you. Either, Corey, Hector, you guys going to crash. LA Comic Con? I got a panel at 11, so 10 to 10.45, I'll be you. Uh, I got you. Okay. I'll stand by. Yeah, I'll thank you. In. We'd I, love to have I you I think there. I'm doing stuff on Sunday, but I'll also be at LA Comic Con, which is so exciting. We'll oh my God, be, we'll all be, be there. Each other. There's a, it's just all like flash by. Like, yeah, yes. Action. Yeah, uh, ships passing in the night. So yeah. hey, um, come boots. to our panel, come to their panels, come to everybody's panels. It'll be great. Um, okay, <laughs> we're going to, no headlines today. Partly because we want to talk about this topic, and partly because um, there's no news. Uh, <laughs> sometimes it, it sometimes it'd be like that. <laughs> it does. Sometimes, sometimes like it that. does be like that. Um, <laughs> uh, so, right, phase four is over. We're looking forward to phase five, which is kicking off in just a couple months in February of next year. Um, and so, what we're going to do this episode is we're going to go through all five films in phase five, five for five. Uh, we're going to talk about everything we know about them, and then. Later in this episode, each of us is going to give our rankings. Pre-rankings. For what we think, how, how we think those movies are going to be. And that, yeah. now, we'll have to, the rankings are a mix of like, what we think is going to be the best, what we think is going to be the most impactful. I know oh, Jessica okay. is using that as one of her main metrics. I, I said impactful, not my favorite. If I had to do it in what I'm going to like favorite, my bottom would be at the top. Oh. <laughs> yes, it's not it's our... very confused. The list going in, you've oh. changed the game. Well, no, oh. I, because Impact. I, well, I, just I love, I love like certain... I like certain actors a lot, and I sure. love different stories a lot, yes. but I think the ones that are going to impact phase six mm-hmm. are... I made a list. But this, but this was the challenge of like, it's not just what what is going to be. You think your personal favorite? It's what you think is going to be the overall best quality, yeah. impactful, yes. probably mm-hmm. most award winning, mm-hmm. all of that kind of thing. Most yeah. highest Rotten Tomatoes critic score, that kind of. The Ooh, one that gets Scorsese on board. The one yes. that finally gets him. Me? Marty's <laughs> pick number one. Yes. Maybe what we'll be doing in, in ten years when we look back at, at these movies, right? What we'll be like? Oh well, that's. Right, that was that's the, the one. Breakout. That's, that's the, or the, the two, one. or okay. whatever. Um, okay, so we're gonna go through the five films right now. And again, this this is a short phase. This starts next year and just runs through the the first half of 2024, <laughs> even. So we get five movies and a handful of Disney Plus series. We're not gonna be talking about the series. We're focusing on the the films. We might mention the series and how they'll be impacted by the films. But um, so to begin February 
kind of two months away, we're getting Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Um, the only film in this list that we've had an official trailer. Mm -hmm. yeah. And ah, what a trailer. Uh, awesome trailer for it. Um, we know Kang is the main villain in it, presumably, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. He's featured prominently in the trailer. Yep, 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 yep. Um, maybe the beginning of kind of the Kang dynasty yeah. storyline that we know will pay off. Is, is MODOK in this one? Is he allegedly in this Apparently, one? Apparently, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's, there's two almost villains. That's true. Almost, we don't know. We don't know what MODOK's doing. Maybe he's a good guy. Maybe also, this is before he's bad. I Maybe he's a kid. I, I want to throw this out there. I don't know if this is a third villain or if this is part of MODOK or what the rumors are, but I remember years ago, actress Evangeline Lilly posted a photo of like the cover of the script for Ant-Man 3, and she was like tagging the actors in the film, and he, she was putting like hashtag Ant Man, hashtag Wasp, hashtag Corey Stoll, oh. who played Darren yes. Cross in the first, in the yeah. first Ant Man. Jacket. Who also remember yeah. he like disintegrated into the quantum realm. Right. And we thought he died, so he could and totally. When she posted that. I freaked out because I was like, no one's picked up on this yet. No one's. Been, hang on a minute. Hang on. What? What does she mean by hashtag Corey Stoll? Corey does not have an Instagram, so she couldn't tag him. Oh. So she put hashtag, and I went, did she accidentally slippity doo dah that yeah. he's in the oh, movie? They brought him back. He's going to be bearded. So he's a potential. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's yeah. also a potential. And also, yeah. we don't know who Bill Murray and, is. And there's even been. Maybe that's who Hank uh, or yeah. Jenna Van Dyne married was. Yeah. Oh. Sounds like this might be the most important movie. Okay, don't, don't you dare tip your know. hand. Um, yeah, and, and there's even been there's been some rumors Corey Stoll could be playing Modoc in right. some weird way. Oh, Cross turns into Modoc. So there's maybe one. Oh, I like that. Villains like is all I'm saying. Yes. We're all in agreement. There's like yes. maybe more than Kane. I have not heard the Modoc room. Yes. Very intriguing. Welcome to New York. Welcome to New York. Where the muted <laughs> accounts come to play. Yeah, um, and and yeah. we have speculated on this show and in some other places, right? Maybe the end of Scott Lang in oh. this film. There's definitely, this feels like the most dangerous Ant-Man film. Potentially, uh, just the tone of that trailer yes. could be a little heavier, a little bit more serious, a little higher Bringing stakes. In the next generation yes. of Ant-themed hero. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, also, yeah. we've had a lot of legacy characters introduced. We haven't lost a lot of the originals. Like, yes. we, we've, you know, we've got we've Thor's retired a father. Steve. Right. Or he's died, but he retired Steve Rogers. Hawkeye's still in, in play. Tony's yeah. out. Thor's still in play. Hawkeye's still in play. Well, Clint's Black kind Widow's of retired. Dead. But like Black Widow is dead. It didn't feel solid. Right. He's yes. just like at home. So like Ant-Man as a father figure yeah. might be more impactful because he isn't there as opposed to Thor who's going to be more impactful as a father figure. Do you know what I mean? I can see, especially with an older child. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Thor as a father is nurturing, whereas, like, you're the dad that's like, oh, dad. And I think she will have to grow by losing her father because she seems to be on the Cassie, wrong side of the law. Cassie yeah. losing Scott. What Potentially, yeah. stature well, might need okay. that arc. And, and okay. again, my, my pet theory is if you want to establish Kang as a villain of a Thanos level, oh, no. have him kill Scott Lang. Oh, Scott doesn't know. That, that sets the table. Okay, so that's... And again, Quantumania, coming in February, the only one that we've seen a full trailer for uh, we're excited about it. We'll get to our rankings here in a minute. But let's, moving on sequentially, May of next year, mm -hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Now, this one's kind of fresh on our minds because we just all watched the holiday special uh, last weekend or, or earlier. Um, uh, James Gunn has said this is his most emotional movie ever. Wow. Somebody's dying. Who's dying? Everyone. People are going to die. Mark Ruffalo was in it. He tells Rocket. <laughs> I, I think Rocket's going to live. I think uh, this could be the end of Peter Quill. I think, it I think it's the end of both. I thought they both oh. would die. Oh. But I also, okay. <laughs> we talked about this in Inside Marvel recently with uh, MT and Voss, where we're like, yeah, Mantis is now going to be taking up the mantle of Star-Lord because she's technically, oh, 
Uh, related to a star so they uh so it's like oh taking that mantle or taking it away from peter and peter just moving he has to exit either it's dying or it's just him disappearing but i think he's gonna go and i think rocket has to die Why unfortunately because everyone loves him that's how it goes oh, that's how it goes that's how it goes and you have to be connected to these people this is when we were trying to figure out who's gonna die in wakanda forever before wakanda forever dropped and mm-hmm. i was like well it can't be Mbaka because we don't have that close of a connection to him yet so it ha- and i was like it's either okoye or it's gonna be angela bassett <laughs> i think we keep rocket and groot because groot's already died so that'd be right. redundancy. It's and right. I think Rocket yeah. is going to be the thing that the villain has made. I, I think it's pretty yeah. clear yes, that the, you know, the High Evolutionary created Rocket. Mm-hmm. So I think it, if he dies, it feels it feels like more of just an Avenger. Like, they're avenging him. I don't think he dies. I think they feel for their friend that's been tortured his whole life. And for some reason, if they more kill him ever. and that feels lesser, I want there yeah. to be a bit of a revenge. I want there to be a journey with and, him. And a redemption. A redemption for Rocket to feel whole. And if Rocket's dead, he doesn't get to feel whole. I'm, so I hope know, that taking out him makes the whole Rocket. The first Guardians of the Galaxy movie, he's like, I didn't ask to get made. Right. And then you bring that all the way to, to him being three. proud to be made. Exactly. By taking out Boy. And then kill exactly. him at the end. No. Yeah. So, no, no, no. But you take well, out Big Boy, Big Bad Guy, What's his name? And, uh, 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 High Evolution. High Evolution. Yeah, and and then you take out Peter Quill in the way, and you take out, I think, Nebula and Gamora both go. Gamora's already what? kind Gamora's of Gamora's already half gone. The attachment to Gamora is, is not non-existent oh, anymore. Oh, you the new Gamora? The new Gamora. The Ravagers are going to be invested there. She bites it. Save the Peter Quill, and then he bites it. Not as much. I don't think it has as much pull as Rocket They're all dead. Karen Gillum and oh. uh, the ship uh, explodes. Zoe Saldana. <laughs> Zoe Saldana do not want to be in that level of makeup. Same with Dave Bautista. I think they're all be like, watch it be Drax. James Gunn, you can kill me. It's fine. There's um, no way Drax makes it. Watch it be Drax. He's at ninety eight percent my Deadpool. Dave oh. Bautista does not want to. He does not want to be in that, that makeup anymore. That man wants anymore. to go. He's so done. Also, oh, Dave Bautista just wants to start wearing shirts in movies. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> he should be work. a wrestler first. <laughs> he's That's at, what He's got the Hugh Jackman thing where it's like, I've been training for twenty five years. Let me have a burger. Okay, so then moving. Into the final, we get three Marvel movies next year. The final one next year, July of 2023, mm-hmm. The Marvels. Now, some footage for this has been shown, not publicly, just at uh, D23. Did you see it? Did you see it? I didn't see it. Okay, I've not seen it. Okay. Uh, word on the street, it was excellent footage. Can I can I speak to it? Sure. I don't know if, where, where we were on this, but. I don't uh, know. Nia DaCosta made Candyman, yep. which yeah. is, I think, one of the best horror movies in this golden age of horror movies. I don't identify as a horror fan, but lately I've been like, oh, I get the merit. Justice uh, agrees. When something, you did not like Candyman? I loved it, but I would never be like, that was my favorite horror oh, movie. No, 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 not favorite. I'm saying it was exceptional in an age of exceptional. Like, it, it showed me that I like horror because it was so good when I thought I going into it, I wouldn't enjoy it. I'm just saying it's exceptional oh. in the genre. I mean, yeah, you can like it. Thank you. Right. <laughs> so, the Costa showed me there was a thing that I didn't expect to like that I'd like. And the visual aesthetic of the film was so atmospheric and so, mm-hmm. like, profound. Mm-hmm. And, like, the performances were great. It gave me all the things I want from a really good Marvel director because I think the best comedy directors know horror and vice versa. And I think the best comic book directors know both because the timing is so integral. That's why you got your James Wans. That's why you got your Andy yeah. Muschietti's. So, yeah, I'm really excited for her as a director. The footage was everything I wanted the first Captain Marvel to be. I will own mm. publicly, and I will mm. accept the scorn. Captain Marvel's in my bottom four Marvel yeah. films ever. 
Captain Marvel's Ooh. not my jam. Captain Marvel made a lot of money. I'm very happy for all the people that did appease. Uh, it's a character that I hold very near and dear to my heart, and Brie Larson's an actor I adore. When you put those two things together and it doesn't land, it's extra painful, but everything she's been in outside of that, I've adored her. And even when she's been a guest star as Captain Marvel, so I think the direction was two directors that were in a different wheelhouse, and the movie feels like it was two directors making different movies plus studio stuff. Mm -hmm. And then it's the only Marvel movie I think that looks cheap. Like the sets look cheap and Jude Law's twist was not smart. Uh, all of it didn't work for me. I am the most excited for Nia DaCosta to redeem a character I love with an actor I love and a supporting cast of people that I've fallen in love with this season. I, from the trailer, got all of that in like two minutes. Nice. I, I co-sign that. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, the only thing, um, the you. 90s were cheap. That's why I also, she shot that. She cheap. shot that by my house, and yeah. it actually offends me that you said that. Your neighborhood, your neighborhood is trash. Tell me those sets um, didn't look like you could knock on it in a flash When she smashes down by the theater, that's yeah. where I, I lived, like literally right across the street. <laughs> and I was like, that's my theater. And then you're like, this place will ghetto as hell. ghetto, cheap, cheap's different, cheap's different. Yeah. And Guardians that watch that, tell me what's wrong with And just to quickly recap the facts that we know about the Marvel. <laughs> right, uh, the Marvels with an S has that S because we know it's going to have Carol Danvers, obviously yep. Captain Marvel, Kamala Khan, yes. Ms. Marvel, yes. That's a big reason and Monica Rambeau. Superhero name as of yet unrevealed, but Monica Rambeau from yes. Wandavision. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, somehow the three of them, who as of right now have never been in the same room at the same time, uh, or at least powered up, right? Like are going to be on a journey together. So this is some speculation. The plot might kind of follow a Kree scroll war. I bet if it does, we will learn about that in Secret Invasion coming up early mm, next year. Call, call, right um, that, that might, that, that series and that film might be kind of uh, mm -hmm. contextually linked, maybe. I also have Freaky Friday for this one. It has Freaky Friday vibes, mm -hmm. which I think yep. is a yep. great yep. thing to add to the Marvel Universe, because that's such a common comic to trope. To take that comic book, the Negabands, or yeah. whatever that thing was, that old school Marvel thing is so Like when Wolverine great. and Spider-Man switch bodies, it's a good time. I oh. want more of that. Like I want that playfulness that. here. I love that. And, and there's some speculation so. that maybe Every time the yeah. uh, the the bands are yeah. used, they flip bodies, and, and so they're constantly going the from outer space event. to New Jersey and back and Could forth. Could be great. I don't know. That sounds yeah. That's really so, fun. Uh, Lindsay Lohan has mentioned numerous times how they're trying to do another Freaky Friday, and same with Jamie Lee Curtis is down. But I wonder if Disney's like, we can't do it because we have the Marvels coming out. The Marvels coming out. They made that, um, that horror Freaky, freaky. last year with Vince Vaughn and Catherine Newton. Now, uh, uh, Jesse Lynch. And they also just made Hocus Pocus 2. <laughs> well, Agatha. Well, Agatha, Coven of Chaos. Upgrade and Venom came out the same year, starring almost Tom Hardy twice. Oh my he god! And Venom, basically the same person. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hardy. I okay, love disrespect to, to that actor from Upgrade. Upgrade. Very good, Tom Hardy. Um, uh, He's not Tom Hardy. It's not Tom Hardy. It's Tom but Tom I still Hardy. like the movie. It's Tom Tardy. And, uh, <laughs> Tom Tardy. Tom Tardy's great in Spider-Man. Uh, He's enough. late. But <laughs> it's, uh, it sounds like a, a, a holiday <laughs> beverage. Spider-Man Homecoming's Tom Tardy. Excellent in Venom uh, 1 and a half. Uh, okay, now moving Ooh. into uh, the last two films in Phase 5. Beginning, or May of 2024, mm -hmm. Captain America New World Order. Um, excited for this. Uh, we know casting, and that's about it for this, but it's some big casting. Mm -hmm. We know uh, the leader, Tim Blake Nelson, is coming back awesome. from the Universal uh, Incredible Hulk film. Yeah, from 2008, um, yeah. Yes. Carl Lumbly, last seen in Falcon Winter Soldier, awesome. will be coming back. Um, Harrison Ford will be playing Thunderbolt Ross. That's been confirmed? 
I believe yeah, yeah, we so. did. That's yeah, insane. we did an episode on it when it got confirmed. That is insane. Rest that is uh, William it's Hurt. Uh, he will be yeah. stepping into the shoes of uh, William Hurt, who played that character across multiple films. Yeah, um, and we assume will be Red Hulking out at some point, maybe mm-hmm, in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Sabra. The, the name of that actress, uh, I didn't write down, but yeah. um, that character, the Israeli superhero, mm-hmm. will be appearing. And Danny Ramirez, who was teased in, um, as becoming the new Falcon in yeah. Falcon Winter Soldier. And of course, so goes without saying, um, we assume uh, Anthony Mackie's. Yeah, he was on stage. He'll be in the yes. movie. <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> yeah. And are you and, sure? And now, not to step on the next film, but we've kind of assumed Sebastian Stan might be in this movie. Oh. Maybe not. We the don't know. The poster is a little leading. Oh wait, we're talking about. I thought New we went Order. to the next one. No, no this is. I don't still think New he's going to be in New World Will Order. Will Bucky be in New World Order? Question mark. I don't know. Maybe. I get to it, it, it could be. be a good it could be after he's done his mm-hmm. first full mission as Cap. Like, see, mm-hmm. he accomplishes the thing, mm-hmm. and then we find out where Bucky's been as a choice to lead into. Like, maybe there because I, he's the most therapized of all of them. We actually saw him in therapy. Yeah. I, there has to be a reason to set up what happens in Thunderbolts. I'd love to see that teased at the end of this New World Order. Mm. So it'd be a great way to use a post-credit scene in a way that doesn't feel just like a commercial. That's yes. interesting because I was thinking Thunderbolts would actually timeline-wise take place before, oh. but we'd see it after that movie. But that, it would take place before that. It causes that's the a New very World Order. interesting yeah. point. I've always assumed that. Thunderbolts was happening before the next Avengers movie for uh-huh. the reason of there are no Avengers. Mm-hmm. Right. I think we've kind of heard that throughout Phase 4. Mm-hmm. Like, in Spider-Man uh, Far From Home, technically, are you going to be the next Tony Stark? Are you in the Avengers? Like, being asked about that. All these characters are constantly sort of bringing it up, but it's sort mm-hmm. of vague. She-Hulk will be an Avenger, they're promising, but, like, there's no real Avengers compound or, or organization or whatever and I think that Captain America if something else doesn't before then will like definitely confirm Ooh. Sam Wilson oh. is not on the there is no government sanctioned Avengers there's right. no Tony Stark yeah. funded Avengers there's no nothing official and Thunderbolts is the thing that slides in and goes well now the government and Contessa Valentina Allegra mm-hmm. de Fontaine and whatever that group of people including General Ross himself they're going to officially well here's our Avengers team. It's kind of like when Norman Osborn yeah. the Dark, the Dark yeah, Avengers, yeah. Yes. all that kind of thing. And I also think that I don't know if it's. Uh, I hate to ask. Can we pull up the graphic for Phase Five, if possible? John, there, in line. the TV world, there's no Young Avengers, right? right? Correct. Kick it over into Phase Six. There's some spaces. There's some spaces. Lots of space. Look, before Avengers: The Kang Dynasty, there's three blank slots there. I think maybe one of the TV shows we're going to yep. get on Disney Plus is going to be Young Avengers, and it's going to be going to lay out mm-hmm. all of the characters up to this point that they're also coming together, like in the comics, when there are no official Avengers. Yeah. I also uh, think yeah. we're going to get some specials. I think we're going to get a special yes. with Cassie Lang. We might get a special. Oh, that's with special Eli presentation. Special presentation. Imagine a Fourth of July special. We might we might come back to this okay. later Econ- in the show. Okay. Economically, but a pin, tease it. economically, it would make sense That's if it was a right. special right. instead of a series. Right we're we're, okay, we're counting Bob Iger's pennies yeah. for him. Don't okay. get him started. Zach um, loves that. But economics. again, we do, not, business. <laughs> we do not know that much about the plot for this. Yeah. Especially, we do not know how much the plot for New World Order right. will overlap or not overlap with the plot for the final film in Phase Five, uh, July 2024, Thunderbolts. Stanford, it happens. What? No, that was Civil War, dude. Yep. You think Stanford's going to happen again? Stanford, he's talking about the comic book event that kicked off Civil War back in 2006 in the Marvel Comics. Yep. Stanford, Connecticut, a small town in Connecticut. Which they did with Crossbones in the film, effectively having him have the bomb happen with Scarlet Witch. In this case. There was a bad guy who blew up 
and a bunch of civilians, including an elementary school, yep. died. 900 people died, and that's what made the government go, we need to stamp down on this. And he keeps saying drop a bomb. He's used the expression drop oh, a bomb sure. three times. Oh, right. David, David, Harbour. David Harbour, who's one of the, we're, at some point we're going to do a Mount Rushmore of people for uh, actors giving interviews. You know, D'Onofrio's on there. Harbour's on there. Um, What's his name? Moff Gideon. Um, mm. John Carlos Pacino. Is on John there, Carlos right? There are people, they're just actors. They're usually like older, not give a fuck kind of uh, <laughs> actors who've already made their bones and they're just like, I'm going to say crazy stuff. Um, I'm going to say crazy uh, stuff. David Harbour has said that like, this movie's going to be awesome yeah. and we're going to drop a bomb. Now, I don't know if that's a metaphoric bomb, a literal bomb. I think um, that's, we get both a very similar. metaphorical, but I, think, I, like, I don't hate so, that idea. So Thunderbolts need to have an impetus and I think yes. that Thunderbolts have to form and the government is at the ready like you're implying. But I think there needs to be, maybe, I think it's going to be Thunderbolts versus Young Avengers. Maybe it happens in New World Order. I think maybe the end of New World Order is, is yeah. an event that occurs. Or something happens. That's why I think it's first. I think something yeah. Cap can't stop. Because remember like in Winter Soldier when Steve Rogers and Bucky and, or Steve Rogers was fighting Bucky and Sam Wilson was there and they saved S.H.I.E.L.D. from Hydra but they still sank three helicarriers. Right. Like yeah. the government yeah. could have looked at that and gone, superheroes nope. are out what of are control. We doing? Yes. What are we doing? So maybe yeah. New World Order will have some similar third act. Sam still saves a day, but, but then not the government all goes, the day. Yeah, we gotta, and we've got to have it because he's unsanctioned. I guarantee Sam is not going to be working for the government. The way Correct. we've seen him through Falcon yeah. Winter Soldier, Steve yeah. usually doesn't. I could see them yeah. as exactly. He's, he represents doesn't. America, not the government, which is Winter Soldier's whole point. Yeah. So I could see something happening in the end of the World Order that establishes mm. the government doesn't sanction Avengers; they have their own, and that could also be something that would require a bomb of sorts. Yeah. And, and you know, these two films, um, New World Order and Thunderbolts, are two months apart. Right? And we haven't seen none of Phase 4, and we might circle back and talk a little bit about Phase 4, but like none of Phase 4, the films were not connected or necessarily building on one. I guess Multiverse of Madness and Spider No Man, Way Home certainly line. had some one overlap, line. but yeah. like the, those two Doctor Stranges didn't necessarily feel like the exact <laughs> same guy, right? Um, whereas, we don't know yet, but these two films could be yeah. Infinity War Endgame-esque, right? Like uh, two parts of, of a single sure. story, right? Yeah. Um, with slightly different casts. And so again, recap of the Thunderbolts. Uh, we know a cast. We've seen a cool poster. Uh, we know Sebastian Stan's Bucky. We know um, Yelena Belova. Yeah, we, know, we know Red Guardian, David Harbour. Yeah, we Ghost know Ghost. Ghost. Everybody's top Thunderbolt pick. Mm. Ghost. Come on. Um, uh, but also. Um, Is that sarcasm? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, she's great. I, I have no problem yeah. with Ghost. No she's the only one with an actual power. Yep. Ant Man 2 is higher than Ant Man 1 for me because of Ghost. Do I like Ant-Man and the Wasp more than Ant-Man. Ant-Man and the you Wasp heard me first. Funny as hell. Do I? Rewatch it. You heard me first. I mean, I would. I would make an argument that the um, semi semi truck as roller skate is yeah. better in that movie than Ghost. But whatever. Uh, <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, still wow. Still And I like that actress. She's really good. But yeah. anyways, okay. She's coming back. And then yeah. uh, Taskmaster. Yeah. Presumably the same Taskmaster we saw in Black Widow. Black Widow. That actress did like was there or did speak on it that she's yeah. going to be in the film as Taskmaster. But again, all of this is so early and it's... Um, I just want to throw this out there too. I don't know if we've seen all the characters. Oh, there's yes. definitely gaps in that poster. There's, Come on. Yeah. There's gaps in the poster. I think that really famously for a Thunderbolts or kind of like a bad guy Avengers team, you got to have a Hulk. I think Abomination is going to be on this team. But they didn't want to spoil it because She-Hulk hadn't ended. 
You see what I'm saying? So nice I think point. that there's some stuff that we still are going to get revealed. I think for. Zemo gets uh, some play. I think Zemo's going to be in the movie because he's not in play. the movie. Nope. Yeah, as but far he will as we know. Not in the poster. I, I think they're going to reveal. Thunderbolts when Zemo. the Thunderbolts, well, yeah. when the Thunderbolts split up, I think that's when Zemo's going to be taking uh, Valentina's position. Oh no! I think they're going to. I think they have to. I think Zemo's still bad, and I want him to still oh. be going bad. I think that they're going to introduce a character named Citizen V. And everybody's gonna be like, oh, this is a new Marvel character. Because Kevin Ooh. Feige said there are characters in the Thunderbolts movie, new characters we haven't even seen yet. Yep. I think he's being, not to borrow your name, Coy. Uh. I think he's lying <laughs> and being like, you're gonna meet a new character. Here's Citizen V. They're gonna put him in a trailer, just like when Sebastian Stan was the Winter Soldier yep. in those early trailers. And it took a few trailers for the thing to come off and for him to go, Bucky? Yeah. And go, who the hell's Bucky? Yeah. I think they're gonna try to do a similar thing with Zemo because in the comic books, yeah. Zemo was Citizen V and it wasn't until the end of the first issue, very famously, and people had no idea. All of the previews up to that issue you don't think was like, here's yeah. a new team of characters, new team of superheroes, you know, because the Avengers are gone. Good guys. We thought they were good guys. And at the end of the first issue, Citizen V takes off his mask and it's Helmut Zemo yep. and, and all the other characters are also bad guys in disguise and they're like we're actually all bad guys for real but I, think I think that they're going to try to do a version of that in this movie this time I though I think Thunderbolts are good people because they've all had redemption arcs that are actively working to be better and they're sent to the wrong mission yes because Valentina but I, I think it's a scroll right not at all. I don't know maybe I don't know I heard it here <laughs> but I, there's no way those Thunderbolts yeah. are, well, are I they're think, not bad guys right, I think right, right, one right, right, right. can easily change and I think that's going to be the, the position throughout the movie is going to be like yeah we're trying to be good I think that's mm -hmm. being too close to Suicide Squad. It's being like, we're doing good. I think one is ultimately going to switch, and I want it to be U.S. agent so bad. Yeah, I, I want him to reveal himself that. as a I, demon I, monster I that he forget, is. I did forget John Walker. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Johnny sorry. Mayonnaise, as we affectionately Wyatt call Russell. him on this show. Pretty, boy, Russell, pretty boy, why? Great Wyatt actor. Russell. Son of Ego. Son, Son of Ego. Ego. In, in real life. Maybe in canon. We don't oh, know so yet. Brothers to Star Wars. He's a Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars bro. Why Russell? <laughs> uh, US uh, Agent's crazy. Uh, okay, real quick. We are going to, now that we've covered these five films and kind of everything we know about them and, and some fun theories we think about the plots, we each of us are going to give our rankings for what we think, uh, how this phase is going to turn out. But real quick, we want to shout out a couple things. First off, we want to shout out our friends over at the Epic Hero Shop have this uh, cool vest. Um, they call it a con vest. It's a vest you can wear to a con. This was Can you old. read it? Uh, From I, here, no. No, it's it's in like Oribesh and Wakandan and all these different. Um, Tonian, Elvish. Fictional, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Even and, from here and Klingon. The, the goal of this vest is you buy this and you cover it with your favorite pins and patches and all, you express all your fandoms. We are going to be giving away, we're gonna cover this bad boy with pins and patches. And then we're gonna be giving this guy away. Click the link in this video's description. Uh, submit your email and you can enter to win that exact vest that will have at least a little bit of my stink on it. I can't think. Oh, ooh. <laughs> I cannot think of a higher status item at a Comic Con than that vest. I never thought about guys. it. It is status out the wazoo, baby. You walk around with that thing, people with are gonna be like, pens, you'll know. People are gonna be like, is that the new Rockstars from New Rock? Is that the, the vest? One? Is that the vest? One okay, of yeah, one? Actual one. Zach and then you can it. open it and you can show the signatures of the new Rockstar staff Ooh. on the inside. Oh, yeah. For, and for those know, that know. And you know I use my bank signature. I don't know how to use a fake what? signature yet. Wow. Wow. So, so get this vest. You can sign checks in Jessica's name. Um, That'd be worth a uh, million dollars. Millions. Uh, that vest pays for itself in Jessica's name. Wow. That's right. And then <laughs> you just bought them that vest. Uh, speaking of million dollars, we all want to feel like a million bucks. Mm. And you know who's really helpful for that? Our friends at Athletic Greens. I know this time of year, between like holiday meals and travel and whatever, I'm not eating right. Um, no, I'm not, not keeping my vitamin and nutrient intake where it should be. 
Uh, so that's why I lean on our friends at Athletic Greens. I've got a little travel pack of their product AG1 right here. This you, you just pour this guy in a little uh, cup of water. Oh, <laughs> oh. I keep mumming when I'm doing a lot of work. Ah, when I, I do more than four shows a day, I, I pour this in my just, water coffee. I think we just discovered the secret of Koi Jandro's energy, which people have <gasps> been trying to figure out for years. Whoa. Guys, I keep these on me, pour it my I got a little extra wide uh, mouth water bottle wow. in the car, pour it, pop wow. it, to go. Shake oh it up. God. And this one is, out for me. Oh, it, mommy. They call it it's like nutritional insurance because like Maybe, yeah. you have a, maybe you eat good one day, maybe you don't eat good the next day. But you know, those vitamins and nutrients, you gotta get those every day. So this like covers your bases when maybe you, you're you're running around town or you, you slip up and you have a, a cupcake lunch it's or whatever, holidays. right? It's the holidays. It's the holidays. Mm -hmm. Candy canes have very little niacin. What is this? That's um, a fact. It's true. Uh, not a lot of vitamin D no. in a Yule log. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, That's what I'm saying. he's not wrong. Uh-huh. Absolutely. So grab yourself um, some AG1 uh, from our friends at Athletic Greens. Uh, actually, if you put the link in this video's description, go to that URL, which we appreciate. It's on screen right now as well, uh, because then they know we sent you, and that helps us as well as helping you. Uh, you also get a free a year supply of vitamin D, which, you know, we have uh, Christian Unpronounceable and some other folks that um, often are super chatting in from Canada or any of the northern climes. You know what I mean? Maybe you're up in Minnesota. Massachusetts, yep. where Koi no, has folks, right? It gets dark there in the winter. You're not getting a lot of sunlight. You need your vitamin D supplements. True. Mm -hmm. It's dark in Washington, too. Oh, good point. Yeah. It's, it's dark, dark here at like five. Yeah, That's right. None of us. You know what? Even in sunny California, we're not getting enough sunshine. So, Our, hey. We're not in California, right? We're in oh, that's Canada. Canada. Rumors. Right. <laughs> Could be in Manitoba. Canada. Some people say uh, in somewhere inside Area 51. Um, to make it easy, Athletic Greens, again, will give you a free one-year supply of Im immune-supporting vitamin D what? and five free travel packs. These little guys, uh, with your first purchase, all you have to do is visit, visit athleticgreens.com slash breakroom. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash breakroom. You take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you to Athletic Greens. There's no greens in coffee. Things. There can be. Oh. I've done it. It's an Oh, that's, that sounds intense. But if you put um, it in Dunkin', okay. it cancels it out. We're going to roll in our whiteboards oh to the second half of this episode. You got it? We're going to um, give our rankings for how we feel like these phase five films are going to play out. Okay? Um, each, of us, each of us have pre-ranked the five films of phase five um, in what we think will be Maybe some combination of importance to the MCU, yeah, uh, long-lasting historical revel relevance, and quality, as, as Hector just put it concisely, yeah. the best. Yeah. Um, so we're each going to show our top fives in order, and then kind of justify the... Um, uh, Dashiell is trying to direct us so that we uh, maintain some... Oh! oh, oh, oh. Um, <laughs> just yeah. making like pictograph. Yeah. Uh, it's between I, that, oh, that, that Oh, thank mark. you. Uh, there we go. So we're Ooh. each going to place our top fives, and Sorry, then maybe kind of well. argue about the placement, uh, disagree with each other, whatever. In the chat, let us know who's getting it right, who's getting it wrong. You're going to go first because you had the most boring lineup. But... That's correct. Uh -huh. uh, that was statistically uh, how we decided. Oh, yeah, I go second. Um, <laughs> okay. So, okay. So I'm leading off. Now, this is maybe recency bias. Are you going from one to five or five to one? Why don't you oh, go from point. five to one? Yeah, yeah, count down. Good point. There five go. to one. Okay. Uh, no offense. I'm doing Marvel's last. Well, maybe I would feel differently. If I had seen that footage of D23, but I just don't uh, know enough about this movie. I'm not as excited about it. Again, I hope it changes my mind. Next, I have New World Order. Um, 
again, maybe maybe when I get more information, my mind will change there. But uh, I'm I you am, lack uh, imagination is what you're saying. Now, okay, I well, have to see it already. And then I have I have Thunderbolts <laughs> next. And and weirdly, I don't want to spoil anything, but I am one of the more positive people about Thunderbolts among this lineup. Okay. And then I have uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess you Guardians Volume 3 and <laughs> Quantumania. Whoa! And just real quick, so this is recency bias, is Quantumania is the first one we're getting, and again, I am heavily swayed by trailers, folks. You love those trailers. And Marvel is crushing it on trailers lately, okay? Thank you, Hector. Uh, the Wakanda Forever first trailer, incredible. This Quantumania trailer. John and I, in the office, multiple times in the last week, have just watched this trailer and like paused it on certain frames and just geeked out for like five minutes. Have you seen it in 3D? I have not. Oh, it's, it's very incredible. good. It's okay. very yeah. good in 3D. I gotta go buy a movie ticket right now, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Strange uh, World, still in theaters right now in 3D. I, I, I also think, as, as we've kind of mentioned, that, um, uh, oh, advocating for Strange World. <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. You heard it here first, <laughs> folks. Specifically in 3D, go see it in 3D, go okay. see Strange World in 3D, and then maybe you'll catch the trailer for Quantumania Worth in 3D. Worth it. So, um, again, I'm just gonna zoom in on one of these. Yeah. I think Thunderbolts, and why I'm maybe a little bit more bullish on it than some other folks, we haven't had a team-up movie since Endgame. <gasps> Point. Really, right? Point. Like, th- like this a team movie. Yes, we've had team up movies. Correct. We've had Doctor Strange and Spidey and that, all that, but a good team point. Movie. But an actual yeah. team putting together a squad. I also think there's a reason this. You know, Phase Five and Phase Six are extremely short phases, mm-hmm. and and they could have said they're all one phase, right? There's a reason they picked. Okay. Thunderbolts to end Phase Five. So I think some big stuff's going to happen there. Corey and Hector were kind of just speculating on some of the craziness that could be happening Come on, between New, lost, New World Order, order and Thunderbolts. But I, I'm, I'm very excited about this movie. Don't let the fact that it's in the middle. All these movies are also very positive for me. I don't want to... Will you hear yeah. me? Will you hear me a bunch? Yes. Okay. I got the second least problematic. <laughs> oh, <laughs> problematic. Okay. I see. Oh, wait. Well, uh, what's what's, the, what's, the, what's the keyword? What's uh, the keyword? Uh, controversial? Oh, uh, the uh, less... Uh, most the, excitable list? I got you the... You have the most maybe... Re- you two have the most maybe realistic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Oh, okay. Our fans are just... We're starting from number five. Yes. Don't look at me. <laughs> and I put. Armor Wars is Phase Six, correct? I put. Because it's a movie. Yeah, yes. yeah, okay. correct. Yeah. No, no, you're good. Um, I did Thunderbolts because I think Thunderbolts and Captain America: New World Order are in the same kind of vein of like military mm. government situation. Mm-hmm. So which one's going to be more important to us? Uh, and that's why I put Thunderbolts at the bottom. I think it's going to be very fun, though. Regard this. Does not reflect which ones I'm most excited nope, to nope. see. Shh, Jessica just no, crashed no, Thunderbolt. No, 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 you did say at the beginning no. that if this was based on like personal opinion, yeah. that would have been your number one. And then this would have been my number two. Whoa, great. It, um, oh. You guys know I love the Marvels. Uh, I think the Marvels are great too, but I just think right now we're focusing on a different world and we're getting ready for Kang. And I don't think we're going to get that in the Marvels. Okay, okay. Um, sorry, I have to keep looking back at my list because I forget how the order I went. Guardians of the Galaxy is my third. Um, and after a conversation we had about Guardians of the Galaxy, I might have changed it, but um, it just doesn't seem as important as my top two. It feels like of all these, it might it has the best shot of being like a standalone story. Yes, yes. and that's right? what I think James Gunn is also doing because it's his farewell. It's yeah. a closer. So, yeah. It's a closer, so how will it ripple affect the yeah. rest of the MCU in this phase or the next phase? or what? We might not really see a lot of those ripples now, going forward because it is so self-contained. Now hearing you, I would have definitely switched these two. Oh, okay. I would have oh. definitely switched these But I'm going to stick with my list was from the yes. beginning. And my number two is Captain America New World Order because I yes. think there's so many characters in this that we're going to have to give them each a little time to talk about themselves and what they're going to affect the Phase 5 overall in Phase 6. And again, if there's going to be two government kind of movies, I think this one's going to be more important than the Thunderbolts. Mm. Um, Interesting. But... That, I, I, 
<laughs> Don't come for me. And my number one is like Zach Quantumania. We did get Whoa. a trailer, but I think since Kang is like what we're expecting to end the phase six with the next next phase, I think it's like, okay, we're well, introduced in this. This is the first movie of phase four that he's going to be introduced in. It's very important. I think MODOK is a very big character too. Need to be wow. important. And then that will get us ready for Captain America New World Order if we bring MODOK into here to miss with the leader and so forth. Okay. Wow, very interesting. interesting. Yours is almost in like release order. Almost Yours is almost in. I'm gonna I'm punch just, you. I'm just. What? <laughs> I don't know why the violence. Okay. Is. I was just, just dropping facts. I, it's just Koi is so just, cute that I have to fight. Just gotta, just gotta <laughs> hurt I gotta me. fight. Gotta hurt you me. know when you see a puppy so cute you must kill it. Yeah, like, just punch. feels great. All right. <laughs> what so, is that? That's a feeling. That's a real thing. <laughs> this uh, this is hard for me to say because this is something I'm very excited for. You start so, from the bottom. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and no. I think I think we're all on the same page of like we're all stoked so for every one of these movies. I'm going to love all of them. Yes. <laughs> this yes. pains me to do, <laughs> but I'm going to go Thunderbolts first. And okay. Why does it pain you? And I actually, it's actually going to be lower than it's actually going to be released. Six. Uh, this movie's been canceled. Oh no! Cut well, for I got to leave room purposes. for Deadpool. Um, oh, I so, see. I see. All right. I see. So we got okay, we got Thunderbolts. Okay. Uh, the reason it's so low is just because I feel like it might be one of those movies that feels like a bridge between movies. I feel like after Captain America and before something, Thunderbolts is going to have to do a lot of heavy lifting. This is the only movie I'm a little worried about having to be too many things. Uh, so yeah. I'm just, this is my only movie I'm a little it's cautious such a, about. it's such a new entity for general audiences. Exactly. Okay. It has okay. a lot to do, and yeah, that yeah, always yeah. worries me. Yeah. Also, uh, I do think that it's a movie that, as of now, with the current team, mm-hmm. is a lot of super soldiers. And I'm really curious mm-hmm. how that works in a team dynamic when mm-hmm. our team movies have yeah. all had very diverse power sets. Yeah, this is have, a lot yeah. of super soldiers. So, you and I know. They're going to bring in Abomination. Oh, 100% Abomination. Okay. I think there's a couple other powered type yeah. folk. But, yeah, but yeah. for now, for now, as of press... I want to be near the puppy. Uh, And then uh, we got uh, the next up is going to be similarly because of the same reasons. uh, I'm Uh going to go with New World World Order. And this one's interesting and it's actually because of expectations of other films. My favorite non-Spider-Man Captain America uh, Marvel film is Captain America Winter Soldier. Uh, This has the highest stakes for me because I feel like this is a direct sequel to Winter Soldier and that is the hardest thing to do. So my fear is that my my brain won't be able to go like Winter Soldier. So it was a Civil War movie in between caps. But it didn't feel like a... a, a, It didn't feel like an espionage thriller. Gotcha, gotcha. Do you know what I mean? Like it didn't feel Hmm. like... This to me feels like they're making another espionage cat movie. Gotcha. And my fear is that I'm going to be... We don't know. They could be making a 90s professional wrestling movie. We don't know. (laughs) There's no trailer yet, frankly. Captain America WCW. But again, very, very excited. These are higher than anything else really that year, so keep that in mind. Uh, And then next up, this was the, uh, I think I've got this pretty high comparatively. Uh, This is a movie that I think will solve a lot of the Marvel humor problem that people have with Phase 4. Uh, I think that Marvel, when it's done right, is exactly the amount of humor you want for an action movie. I think a buddy cop body humor movie is perfect. Like yeah. you can do a lot of body swap humor. Yes. You can do a lot of Freaky Friday goodness. Yes. Question? No, I, oh. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm so excited for the Marvels. So, I can't explain it. So, so like, keep going. not only is it something that I think all the people are like, there has me a joke every five minutes. This movie can, but also be plot driven. It's also a great way to introduce three incredible women as what I think is going to be a more authentic version of their characters. I think yeah. Kamala Khan is exactly Kamala Khan. We didn't get enough of Spectrum or whatever she might end up being right. in WandaVision to know her. Yes. And I feel like Brie Larson yes. didn't get to play the Captain Marvel she is. Yes. So this is like the redemption yes. movie for both humor, these women in it, and I think it's going to be huge for Curry Scroll War. And I think the visuals of this are going to be bananas. I think this is a movie that's going to surprise people more than anything else. This is mm. the biggest, like, I think, surprise for people. Yeah. Who, yeah. who wrote Captain Marvel? 
Um, it was a, I think it was, oh, I know, one of the writers was also um, a writer on the first Guardians of the Galaxy before James Gunn came mm. in and wrote, oh, like, I, need to it. I think, I want to, there is a okay. lot of people, three, three with a lot of hands, so the directors a lot of hands wrote the first the Captain Marvel, but also, yeah. I want to say, her name is, is it, uh, Perlman, is she the person who, was Ron Perlman? No, story by Chris. That's what Perlman, story by, worked on the first Captain Marvel. Hi, thanks for <laughs> coming down here. Appreciate it. Great. Right by the bug. Okay, yeah, yeah. and then we got, uh, mine is not as recency biased as maybe some other people, but uh, mine is because uh, Kang is going to be the thing for uh, yeah. 10 years. Uh, Kang is going to be our next Thanos. Kang is going to be instrumental. Even if they bring in Doctor Doom, which I think they're going to do, and Kang is kind of a one-two punch with Doom, I do think Kang is going to have his own stronghold and then alley-oop Doom as well. Yep. But without him being as yep. strong as he needs to be, Doom would overshadow him. That's how strong he needs to be here, which I think is to come. And what we saw from He Who Remains was one of the best villain performances we've seen in Marvel. And that yep. wasn't even his villain arc yet. Like, he was not a villain. He was a man that knows about the concept of what he becomes. That was a man delivering Shakespeare. This is the first Marvel movie since they kind of squandered Red Skull, since Thanos, <laughs> that we have a Shakespearean villain. This is a villain that can withstand 10 movies. This is a villain that can be for the rest of time. Plus, we have potentially Scott Lang dying. Plus, we have those visuals. This would be number one, if not four. Okay. Uh, so, Guardians of the Galaxy, I think, could be the best trilogy in the MCU. A lot of people mm -hmm. don't like Guardians 2. Those people are wrong. What? Uh, the <laughs> magic of Guardians is that it is a drama cosmic space comedy about characters that shouldn't work on film. Guardians of the Galaxy mm -hmm. is the first film that I was like, mm, Disney bought them, they want to sell rocket raccoon toys in this tree. And then the movie came out and I was like, I was cynical and judgmental and completely wrong. I think the heart of the MCU is the Guardians films. And I think we're about to have our heart ripped out and chewed. And that's going to be amazing. And I'm ready to suffer. Because I think if phase four was about like, catharsis this is going to be about things you can't save and what loss feels like when it can't be solved i think this is going to be what wakanda forever was but with with not having a, a button like wakanda forever was us all healing this is about us all losing this, is gonna this should have been in phase Jesus. four because phase four is what's love but <laughs> or what's grief but love persevering oh. this should have been in phase four I I, it should have wrapped up not i blame but i think but i think the closure of phase four being about healing yeah. is healthy yeah. Yeah. this is going to yeah. be about not healing yeah i think this is going to be about just the bounce if, right back what if the movie is 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 peter quill reintroducing himself to a new version of Gamora and almost rekindling what was once lost. Uh -huh. Until he's Morva. killed. What? Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Brutal. Hector, take us home. Uh, reveal okay. your um, lineup. It, what has been coined the spiciest and or most controversial of the rankings. Yeah, I don't know how that ended up happening, but I'm so excited for all of these movies. And one of the things I'm very excited about is Thunderbolts. Mm. I have it here. Mainly because, like I think we've kind of talked about, they haven't told us more of it yet. Yeah. Once the movie comes out, once we actually can discuss the spoilers and everything, I think it'll be kind of a different experience. But for right now, this is, I guess, where my, where I think it's, uh, well, I don't know, where I think it's ultimately going to land is, is, is somewhere in there. Next up, I have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is, is out of everybody oh, here, I have wow. it lowest ranked, and I'll tell you why. Whoops. Whoa. My, my, so sorry. <laughs> Didn't mean to do that. Uh, we just watched the holiday special from James Gunn. Yeah. We just recently watched 
The Suicide Squad, Peacemaker, which I thought was brilliant. And then Gunn knocked out those amazing Guardians 1 and 2 films, which I think 2 is also great. But I also think that James Gunn is a very specific director and writer, Mm. meaning people either vibe with what he's selling or they don't. Mm -hmm. I don't think it has anything to do with quality. I Mm -hmm. think it just really, like he's the type of storyteller that like it comes down to preference. Because I think that objectively speaking, he is a good and talented writer-director. And when people say, I didn't like this, I thought it was dumb that Peter Quill danced at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy, when I'm like, that's your preference. But it it worked perfectly because the entire time he was talking about the hero, Kevin Bacon. Like it all, he knows what he's doing. But I also feel that with all of these projects, this is the one that we may understand what we're getting before we get it the Mm. most because we've seen James Gunn's previous work. We know these characters. So I feel as though it's going to land there. People are going to love it for what it is, but it's not necessarily going to be like this earth-shattering, like, it's a game-changer within the MCU. It's the closer of what we're very used to and what many of us love very much, myself included. Next up, we've got, for all the reasons (laughs) y'all said... Oh, whoops. This needs to be attached to this. Hector, there we go. Uh, the Marvels. Mm-hmm. I really liked what Koi said, so I'm just going to re- uh, just point, go rewind yep. it a little bit and look at what he said because I think rewind he did a great it. job. Yeah. Um, next up, for those not watching live, <laughs> I have Boom, along with Jess, highest ranked yeah. Captain America oh. New World Order. I also think that this is going to be an incredibly special movie, and I just want to point out that, um, like we were mentioning some of the writers and directors on these projects, I'm really excited that. Um, that uh, Malcolm Spellman is also one of the writers on this. And he was the writer or head writer of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier miniseries, which I loved what it was able to delve into. And I'm very excited that some of that is probably going to find its way into, the, yeah. frankly, the Black Captain America movie. Yes. We have to talk about that. And, it's going gonna, it's gonna to address that. And that series was incredibly impacted by COVID. Yes, that's right? what I was so about to say. Even too. you loved yes. it. And yes. it, it was probably a shell of what it could have been. Absolutely. Exactly. Right? Absolutely. And so, so this, yes. yep. he will not be held back. Right? Not to yeah. mention yep, yep, the fact yep, yep, yep. that the leader, Samuel Stearns, is going to be in it. Not to mention that it may tie into... I think it could tie into the Intelligentsia, the She-Hulk, yes, yes, all yes, that kind yes, of stuff. Yes. But more, more, more than that, I think Anthony Mackie is a movie star. And I think his Sam Wilson is so great. And I think that this project could be that type of Winter Soldier, right? Chris Evans as Steve Rogers, that amazing mm-hmm. action-adventure espionage thriller. But with the addedness of... Now, here's the perspective of these black storytellers talking about the experience of being a black man in the United States and being Captain America and all that on top of that. So that's why I have Cap ranked as high as I do. And my number one, I want to say not because of Regency bias, but because (laughs) (laughs) Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, and I'll tell you why really quickly. It boils down to this, full disclosure. I know the writer of this movie. He is a pal of mine. His name is Jeff Loveness. And Jeff was the head writer of Jimmy Kimmel Live. The Jeff Loveness. He was a head writer of Jimmy Kimmel for years. Um, He he worked on Rick and Morty, Mm -hmm. which I think that Marvel recently pulled a bunch of people from Rick and Morty to work across a bunch of their different things, which is really great. And you need that kind of Rick and Morty nerdy uh, sci-fi writers to tackle things like the multiverse to try to really make it all work. Um, But also, Jeff has written some of my favorite comics of all time. Mm -hmm. And there were Marvel stuff and DC stuff. And I love telling this story, but Jeff is a guy that I met when I first moved to Los Angeles 10-some years ago. And the story I tell is, it was like a house party or something, and I met him and his roommates. and, And it ended up being that me and Jeff... We're in the corner talking to ourselves about why the X-Men were awesome. <laughs> and Jeff was selling me on why Cyclops was the best X-Men character. Uh, I like that's more the and type more of guy. That's the type of guy that is. And I'm not saying this is this is, you know, uh, uh, he also was recently announced as being the writer 
of Avengers, the Kang Dynasty. Mm. So I want to point out, Kang is being introduced in this movie. Mm -hmm. This movie had to do well enough as a final product that Marvel Studios went, hey, guy who wrote this, continue to write Kang. That's our dude. That's That's our our dude. dude. Continue to write Kang. But on an Avengers scale. On an Avengers scale. Bring in all the other characters. Jeff wrote, I want to highlight this too, and I want to, if you haven't checked out some of his comic work, go read it. He wrote a crossover for Marvel years ago that was Sam Wilson, Captain America, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, and the Inhumans. And he has... Peter Parker, the way he writes Peter Parker, Peter says some stuff that, like, defined the character for me. It, like, recontextualized a, an aspect of Peter effing Parker, who is a character everybody knows, mm. in, inside and out. And he wrote something that I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Jeff's favorite DC character, I think, unless I'm misspeaking, is Lois Lane. That's the kind of comic book nerd he is. That's the kind of guy he is that he's very familiar with these characters. He loves these characters to that level. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's going to debut Cy- Scott Summer Cyclops in Avengers <laughs> Kang Dynasty. I'm just saying he's the guy that everybody loves Wolverine. Everybody loves Spider-Man. Everybody loves you know Captain America and the Avengers. But he was the guy that was like, let me tell you about Cyclops. And I went, you're my people. And that's in modern days. It's a hard thing to walk. And he knows Cyclops yep. is like that's a tricky. Not an easy defense. So, so just based on Jeff Loveness alone, I'm going Quantumania is going to be incredibly special and it's going to be that it's that perfect combination of he's an incredibly talented writer who's already had a, a lot of success in Hollywood but on t- like beneath that surface he is the guy who knows and understands Marvel mm-hmm. um, that to, to the level that I'm just so excited that he gets to be in the room and making some calls and he was on the set and rewriting as they're working and making the movie together so that's why I got Quantumania at number one Woo-wee! Jeff Loveness ladies and gentlemen Jeff so, Loveness up. now folks we we, um, yeah, we did <laughs> We did kind of make this quantitative and we assigned point values to everybody's list and then we did an accumulation list, kind of like when you put together all of our lists. Um, And so the the final list, (laughs) when you you account for all of our points, um, the lowest movie, Thunderbolts, uh, pretty disrespectful in my opinion. Um, Then then the Marvels, then New World Order, Guardians and Quantumania. One and two. Uh, Quantumania was, of course, everybody's either number one or number two film. We're all extremely excited for that. Can I Um, say one thing? You absolutely can. This is my one thing I'm going to say. I love the Marvels. I know I put them second from the bottom, but I just want to say I'm so in love with the Marvels. They've been my wallpaper since they did their press. Since they've done their press. I've been obsessed with them so much. And I think everybody said, like, we're not down on any of these movies. It's... It's like fractions between all yeah. five of these. And we hope we're surprised and like have some happy surprises. I just want to throw out, we have a couple minutes. I want to throw out a couple hypotheticals. Somebody I think already mentioned, Blade was originally scheduled to be the sixth Ooh. movie in, in phase five. Uh, now it's probably going to get delayed to phase six, uh, winter of 2024, we assume. Yeah. Um, Hector, where would you put Blade? Sorry, Jeff. It would have been my number one. Whoa! All those nice things you just said about Jeff Loveness. Negate Out the door. Because, only because, again, I'm also thinking about, like, if each of these movies, when they come out, whatever their Rotten Tomatoes score is, right? Yeah. That's, like, a really cheap and easy way to quantify the yeah. overall kind of quality or, like, critics' impact, all that other stuff. I think that that might be the sort of... But I think Thunderbolts might get, like, an 84% on Rotten Tomatoes, and Guardians are going to get, like, an 87%. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where I'm thinking... I think Blade might come out with like a really, really strong Ooh. because the of the delay. Of work because they're putting remember into what we it? talked about yesterday? Yeah, we talked about the yesterday. amount of work that they're mm. putting into it. The Mahershala is going. This isn't good enough. Uh, also, Mahershala. Yeah. Does he have two Oscars? 
Could we see Green Book and Moonlight? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. When are we going to see an actor be like win actor. Yeah. an Oscar yeah. for, for a Marvel, Marvel film? Character. Could he be Angela Bassett? Deadpool three. I got two. Deadpool three. Hugh Jackman. Okay. Yeah. Stop. Stop. Two, four, six. So yes. Well, so so the other movie that is coming in Phase six. Yeah. But you know, right on the heels of Phase five. Deadpool, mm-hmm. which was announced after we got both both that, slates. That right, you're number one. You know what? I, I mean, it's already on the board. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I, I want to. <laughs> <laughs> I want to briefly mention Blade also. Yeah, where would Blade uh, as, fit for you? For me, for you. Blade would be probably uh, right after Quantum Mania. Uh, so Ooh. like at, at three, but uh-huh. only because right now I just realized in this moment this is all what I know the most about too. So when I, I was yeah. giving you crap about recency bias, yeah. I've seen the Guardians trailer twice. I've yeah. seen the Quantum Mania trailer the most. I've seen the Marvels. I haven't seen the World Order Thunderbolts. What's tricky about Blade is the reason I can't put it higher is much like New World Order. I love the first Blade more than most things in life. Yes. So my expectations of it are going to be different I, than I, my I, I, than my expectations of, of Thunderbolts. Like when I walk into Blade, I'm going to have to go like, remember it's not Wesley, and that's right. going to be hard. I love Mahershala. But where on. where would uh, Blade and Deadpool fit for you in your ranking? Blade's my number one. Blade's Whoa, number one. Whoa, number one. It's what about getting into the... the underworld, and now that we're getting into so yeah. much of the underworld, mm. I'm like, I'd rather hold on to that think, more than I think, would Kang. You think Man Thing will make an appearance? Yes. Where Whoa. is where is um, Deadpool? Deadpool three. Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. Deadpool and Wolverine. Deadpool kills the Fox Road Universe. Kind of. Yeah. Number six. The very bottom. Under well, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, Guardians right there in the, in the middle. And then, right, real right, quick, right, lightning right. round. Um... Blade. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's all it's all a gulag. You better play You know Blade what I mean? Uh, I, I would not have Blade number one. If I no one I mean, rave, Blade. I'm out. You uh, love Marshall. The I do. Isn't a blood I do. Rave. I think he's awesome, but I can't put it number one. I don't know. Here... Okay, lightning round. I was about to say something else, but lightning round, because we've got to wrap up. Name your, because one thing we don't have for any upcoming phases are special presentations. Yes. Mm. Uh, We're kind of just sneaking these in, um, you know, maybe tagging them on to, like, with Guardians, with, like, a full film shoot. Hey, how about we give you an extra week and want you to sneak an hour uh, special presentation. Now you're talking economics. Now you're talking economics and I like it, baby. How do I I, uh, make a dollar out of 15 cents? Um, But uh, name what you think could be a special presentation in phase Phase five. Okay, not six. In phase I five. honestly think you go first. I got two. Yeah. Fourth of July, Eli Bradley. Uh, after we've already are, are setting back up, uh, Carl, and we go into the New World Order world, young I want to see Young Avengers have his own Patriot. movie, have the Patriot get his time to wow. shine. And my second one, uh, I would do it early, and I would do it uh, actually no, early in the year, but late in this phase, like February next year. Uh, I think the only X Men that I I'm demanding gets their own is we should have had a Storm solo movie. Mm. And I think that Storm has the most cinematic origin. So I'd love to see her as a child in Africa discovering her powers being worshipped as a god before she has anything to do with mutants. I want to see Aurora Monroe get time before she's like even brought into that world. And I don't think you can do that in a movie. So I think you need to do that in a special. Okay. Jessica, what's your special presentation? My special presentation is only because I need to learn more about them is Thor's new daughter because she's the first person that was born after from that creation. And I'm like, what does she have? She might be the most powerful person on the planet right now, and I'm scared of her. And I want to see what she is about. Okay. Hector? Now I'm trying to go off of like, well, pick a special presentation that's like attached to a film shoot. Mm. And that's difficult for me to do. Looking at these, I'm going, I don't know if I would... Give any of these guys a special presentation. I'm also thinking you holidays because they've done that holidays, so far. That's why I'm thinking Fourth of July, Halloween, Krampus. Yep. 
you know, Fourth <laughs> of July. I know. I don't know what other. Bacon said Easter, but I'm like, I don't know about that. And then the post credits for the holiday special. They've already done it. Mall rats. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say as a kind of a out of left field. I don't know if it'll be Phase Five, but maybe Phase Six. I'm gonna say Nova. Specifically, oh, Sam Alexander, yes. because I think yes, you keep Rocket yes. Raccoon because it's easier to pay Bradley Cooper to do the voice for yep. a CG character than it is to keep actors and makeup and all that. Mm -hmm. And if you go to the Nova Sam Alexander comics, his origin includes a special appearance by Rocket Raccoon and Gamora at the foot of his bed in the middle of the night telling him what the hell the Nova Corps is and then he's off to an adventure. So I think Gamora coming Coming back, I yep. think Zoe Saldana would do that, and do, yeah. and especially because he's a Latino superhero, mm -hmm. that that's a way you coax Zoe to come back into the makeup is be like it's a special presentation we know, but major leading Latino young character we're gonna put him on the Young Avengers we're gonna you know Nova Sam Alexander let's do it. Do you remember the rumors about uh, Dracula being in Blade and like that that's as the yeah. villain? I'd love to see Dracula first do it on Spend Easter because oh, he's back from the dead. Easter <laughs> Easter Easter instead of Halloween. Get God out of here. Bless. Pivoting Pivoting off of Hector. My pitch is gonna be next Halloween. Robbie Reyes, Ghost, Ghost Rider. Oh, that'd be great. Right? I, I, because I would say bring back Gabriel Luna, who played him in Agents oh, of Shield. Oh yeah, excellent, back, great actor. Um, because I think I, I have two reasons for that. A Ghost Rider Halloween, that, there's a nice natural fit there. Yeah, a character sense. that um, they probably want to bring back at some point. If we're gonna do a Midnight Suns or something like that, we're bringing Black Brack. We're bringing back Blade. I almost said we're bringing Black. Blade, which is wow. Tommy's not even here. Yeah, you, you just Blade take in the. You take um, in I was of course, yeah, I was of course black, referring black to uh, the Black Knight and the <laughs> Ebony Blade or whatever. But right. um, uh, and here's the thing. Uh, I'm I'm overreading into Bob Iger's comments about Disney Plus and about how they don't they want to tra chase profitability rather than mm -hmm. subscriber growth. Mm -hmm. Okay, and I think my interpretation of that is. They are going to focus on Marvel viewer retention yeah. rather than attracting new yes. subscribers. And I think like, boy, you know what's gonna get people jazzed? We all loved Werewolf by Night. I yeah. won't put words in your mouth, but I think it's universal approval rating is very high. Just disagrees. No, 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 I don't. Hey, she loved no, it. Keep going. Okay. And I think I think most people dug the holiday special. Um, I think like sneaking in, I mean, a ghost, if you told me next Halloween yeah. a Ghost Rider uh, special yeah. presentation was coming, Bro. I'm jazzed today. How about this, how about this? Marvel Studios, a special presentation, Ghost Riders. Oh, get out of here, get out of here. Put a dollar sign through that S, you know what I'm saying? Next thing Patrick says, Black Tom Cassidy, bring me in my boy. I'm all on the show, wrap up with Armor Day. Thank you all. Oh, Groot on Armor Day. Groot on Armor Day. Actually, I am Groot season two. Give me that holiday about trees. Uh, thank you, everybody, by the way, for sending in super chats. Uh, Chef Moyardi, I love your name. Uh, Christian Unpronounceable, thank you. Joel uh, Ralston, Ralston, Iron, oh, those people were yesterday. You know, um, fact, Chef Boyardee's name in real life is, uh, his first name is Hector. Oh, I Last name Boyardi. He's a yes, real chef. Absolutely. There's a man. Yeah. That, was he known for his well, like, it's, in the, it's in the lore. I don't Actually, know he was known that. for his cans. Um, but thank you all for watching. Thank hey. you. Uh, John, thank you, John Hector, Jessica, <laughs> Coy, for being here today. Uh, we appreciate you for watching. We'll be back uh, tomorrow and Friday, wrapping up this week. In fact, we might get into. Uh, we've got some really fun end of year stuff planned. Uh, for this week and the next two weeks, we'll recap some phase four stuff. We might even kind of do what we did today, but for the series of phase five, um, holiday party plans, all kinds of fun stuff. So stick around, <laughs> like, and subscribe to this video. Uh, we appreciate you. Bye.